Welcome back to Take My Word. My name is Christian, and uh, that's been a pretty crazy week for me. I've had stuff every day, ranging from getting to school at like 9 a.m. and then getting to my car at 9.30 p.m. to come home. So, yeah, I actually have one afternoon to myself, so what better way to do it than one of my favorite activities, uh, sitting by myself in a room, talking at a microphone, making weird hypothetical scenarios in my head as I go that might make someone laugh somewhere. So yeah, uh, I just want to say thank you before I even start because uh, I love making these. And I really hope you guys enjoy them. Someone sitting there in their room in Hawaii, maybe chances are low, but sitting there like, man, this Christian kid from the Take My Word podcast, he, he makes me laugh. Kind of. He, one time. He's made me laugh one time. Most of the time it's just a, you know, <laughs> or a little quick exhale out the nose, but that's besides the point. Let's uh, kick right into the, the, the stories for this week. So this week, I, uh, I'm a very, I'm a person of habit, you know, like I eat same place every day at school, I eat the exact same thing every day at school. So I see a lot of the same people every day in the cafeteria because they eat at the same time. And uh, I was just walking through the, the cafeteria and I was on the phone with my buddy because I have those ear pods now, you know, I'm fancy smancy. I'm part of the meme meme culture and uh, walking through there and I'm just thinking to myself and love might not be for me, you know, and then I look over at this table and these, these two people very homely to say the least very like these two people were made for each other. If they think that they find the other person attractive in any way, shape or form, maybe this have a great personality, you know, because these people would never find anybody else in their life. I was just like, oh, you know, and then they're just looking at each other in the eyes, you know, they're staring into the soul. And I'm like, how cute. And then they just start going at it. Like tongue flying, love, love sparks in the air. And then I see this woman. She, she puts her hand out to the table and she's like patting around like, you know, because she can't see because, you know, that dude's face is right in front of it. And Kiss an open eyed, you know, the dude is and the girl's not. She he's over there just staring into her her eyelids, like that's the proper way to show affection. You you, you know, you kiss with the eyes open. Pro tips for any boys out there. And she's over there with eyes closed. She's like patting the table. I'm like, she's is she looking for something? She grabs a chocolate bar. And she starts I'm like, what is she doing with that chocolate bar? She's unwrap she's trying to unwrap unwrapping the chocolate bar one handed she has one hand the left hand was like on the back of the dude's head you know pulling him in the other hand's over there tap tap tapping away until she finds that that plot of gold in this Hershey's cookies and cream bar and she's unwrapping this chocolate bar one handed she's not saving she's not like wasting a second dude she's like okay I'm meeting up with the Jimmy John here we're gonna have a 16 minute makeout session after that my i'm gonna hold on to that chocolate bar to get it to the proper meltitude you know she's gonna unwrap it and then hold it because she she likes it a little a little melty and then that 17 minutes buy jimmy john go back to your daily routine buy a chocolate bar is ready for consumption you couldn't wait <laughs> she could waste a second man because i'm making like there's no she's unwrapping this right now but she's not going to eat it right now because 
Jimmy John is playing tossel hockey with her, you know? And th- that's when I knew. That's when I was like, love's not dead. Love is not dead. There's there's chance for me. If Jimmy John and, and Sarah Bob over there making out, unwrapping chocolate bars one-handed could find love in this crazy world, maybe maybe Christian from the Take My Word podcast can, you know? That, that's just a little opener for this week because <laughs> I, I saw that and I'm like, Yep, not, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell someone that. Some this needs to be heard. Love is about chocolate, okay? Love is about love is unwrapping a chocolate bar with one hand, because if you use two hands, you wouldn't be able to pull the one near and dear to your heart closer to your face hole. That is love. Yes, that's love. But, uh, okay, let's. First story that I found this week is uh, titled "Man Accidentally Buys Identical." Powerball tickets and wins twice. I personally have the worst luck of any person I know. Like I commute to school, right? I leave earlier and earlier for school every time. If I have class at one, I leave by twelve. And I live thirty minutes away. You know, so like there will be something, something in my day, something in my travels from point A to point B to school, something will happen. To make old Chris Bo late to class every time. Like last Friday, I had a class at 10 a.m. I leave him plenty of time. I get to like campus 10 minutes early. That's plenty of time to hop on the bus and get to my class. So I walk, I park my car, I walk up to the bus stop, and there's a, most people I've ever seen waiting for the bus. And I was like, okay, the bus is coming. I could see, I could see the bus turn around the corner. So pick us up, get to class, and plenty of time, you know. So I'm walking, I'm in the little bundle of people getting on the bus and see this pretty girl. And I was like, okay, go, you can go on ahead of me. You know, I just did the smile and I stepped back out of the way. I let her get on the bus. She was the last person that could fit on the bus. She turns around, looks at me with like, ooh, you know, like tough luck. As the doors close on my face, the bus drives away. And I was late to class. You know, that was, I was late to my first class of this class. It meets once a week and I was late to it. And I was like, no good deed and goes unpunished. You know, I'm just kidding. I'm, I wouldn't let that change my personality, but I was just like, that's, that's my, I'm just giving you an anecdote about my crappy luck. This dude, he's over at the Powerball stand, accidentally bought the ticket twice and you won Two fifty thousand dollar tickets. January twenty, uh, yeah, January twenty second. A Delaware man who accidentally bought two identical Powerball tickets, the same drawing, had the mistake pay off when they each won him fifty thousand dollars. A sixty one year old New York man told Delaware lottery officials he asked his son to fill out same some placelifts for January eighteenth Powerball drawing, but when he got to Malin's Market in Newark. He realized he had only had enough money to buy three of those intended four tickets. The man returned the next day with his fourth ticket and accidentally used the same Powerball numbers he used the first one. When I returned to the store after the drawing, I couldn't believe I had won when I scanned the first ticket. The man said, A few hours later, when I was scanned, when I scanned the second ticket and saw it had also won, I was shaking. It was unbelievable. The man ended up winning $100,000. And the winner said he plans to use some of that of his winnings to pay off his bills and and put the rest into savings. 
No. You know, I was watching that Uncut Gems movie a couple weeks ago. You know, there was that scene in the trailer. He's like, this is how I win. You take that money, you go back, and you buy 100,000 more Powerball tickets. You use all the same number. It's going to work. Foolproof. How much is it? $2 a ticket? Okay. You know, that's 50,000 tickets. If you use all the same number, one of them's bound to win. And if one of them's bound to win, all of them are bound to win. And then whatever 50,000 is, times 100. 50,000 times 50,000, that's a lot of guapo. And you can pay off your bills, your kids' bills, your kids' kids' bills, but not your kid kids' bills, because kids' 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 bills, because one of them's kind of an asshole, you know what I'm saying? You know, you talk Johnny in 60 years from now is a douche. He doesn't get nothing. I'm in a I'm in a weird weird mood, but let's let's keep it going. Um, mm-hmm. No, oh. dying for a better life. South Koreans fake their funerals for a life lesson. Um, a South Korean service is offering free funerals, but only to the living. Uh, okay, so uh, here in America. We are having a impeachment process, which I see on the news about 60,000 times a day. I get about 50,000 push notifications to my phone every day. You know, our government's crumbling and people are losing faith in what the U.S. stands for. But over in South Korea, people are dying for fun. <laughs> um, there's a picture here on this website. It has like 50 caskets that are opened. and uh, People are sitting up in the caskets because guess what? These people ain't dead. Let's see. More than 25,000 people have participated in mass living funeral service at the healing center since it opened in 2012, hoping to improve their lives by simulating their deaths. Once you become conscious of death and experience it, you undertake a new approach to life, said 75-year-old Chow J. He, who participated in the recent living funeral as part of his dying well program offered by her senior welfare center dozens took part in the event from teenagers to retirees donning shrouds taking funeral porches pinning their last testaments and lying in a closed coffin for about 10 minutes well, <coughs> think about all those are people people here in the u.s i'm going to school making trying to make a better living you know Life's full of life lessons, you know. You let somebody on the bus in front of you, you're late to your econ class. But over in South Korea, they just die. But not die. In a room with 50 other people. You know, what What can bring you happier life than dying? I can't think of anything. You know, maybe eat a, eat a Twinkie, you know. Like, have you have you ever been... Well, I've been sad eating Twinkies because you just—it's like going McDonald's. I was talking to this the other day. Have you ever been sitting in a drive-thru at McDonald's and been happy with yourself? Because I haven't. You're sitting there, you're just looking at your wheel, looking at the time, click on your clock, on your dashboard, and you're just like, what am I doing? Like, what? What? Why? Do, do I need? Do I really need two double cheeseburgers plain? Is that going to make my life better? That's a life lesson. You know, everybody right now, stop what you're doing. If you're in class, 
get out of class. If you're driving, better turn that wheel to the nearest McDonald's because you will appreciate life more after sitting in McDonald's drive-thru and having the power to order and then drive away without getting your food. Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to make your life better because you're not going to eat that double cheeseburger. And you're going to make that teenager that's working at the McDonald's life better because they don't have to make your food. And also, if they do make your food, because I've been in this situation, people drive up and you're like, oh, two double cheeseburgers plain. And then the person says, no, I got a mint cafe. And you're just like, damn it, damn it. And you're closing the window. And then you walk away so the people can't see you, air quotes. And then you're just cussing the storm up because they already made the two double cheeseburgers. It's bagged up. You had the napkins in there already. And the person drove off and you already made the food. So think about it. You are not, you are making that high school student's life better because you know what? You're sitting there, you're 16 years old. It's your first job. And you're just sitting there and you're like, you look around because there's, there's some people there that aren't teenagers you know like i worked at steak and shake and i I worked with i was one of the only teenagers that were working and i was like looking around at these people in their 30s no no shade no tea no lemonade to anybody that's older working in fast food because if you if you have a job that's good for you man but like i was working in a factory over the summer and i looked around and i was like i do not want to do this for the rest of my life and you know what i went back to school and i had a better appreciation for it so yeah Back back to dying for fun. Um, dozens took part in the event from teenagers to retire. I already said that. Um, university student Chao Jin Kyu said his time in the coffin helped him realize that too often he viewed others as competitors. When I was in the coffin, I was wondering what use that is, the 28-year-old said, adding that he plans to start his own business after graduation rather than attempting to enter a highly competitive job market. South Korea ranks 33 out of 40 to Countries surveyed in the Organizations for Economic Co-Operations and Development of a Better Life Index. Many younger South Koreans have high hopes for education and employment, which have been dashed by a uh, cooling economy and rising joblessness. It's important to learn and prepare for death even at a young age, said Professor Yu In Sim, a doctor at Asan Medical Center, Pathology Department. We're a book about South Korean news. Oh, spicy. In 2016, South Korea's suicide rate was 20.2 per 100,000 residents, almost doubling the global's average of 10.53, according to the World Health Organization. So, I, I, a small part of my brain, I get it. You know, like you're like, all right, KYS, Deuces World. Oh, from that SpongeBob episode where the dude's flying up into heaven. And then you're like, hold on, I'm going to see if I like it first. Let me see if I like the casket. So you try it out. It's like renting a casket, you know. You can't rent a casket. If you rent a casket, that's pretty messed up. You're going to be like, okay, uh, bury him. Now dig him up. Dig him up. Johnny, you're getting out. Jimmy John from earlier, after he realized that his girl was unwrapping a chocolate bar with one hand, and then she killed him because she, he made a joke about it. And then she's like, hey, you got me fat. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy John's dead. We don't have forever, he said. That's why I think this experience is so important. We can apologize and reconcile sooner and live the rest of our lives happy. Picked out these people who have asked themselves whether they can actually commit suicide and not reverse their decision, Young said. That's cool. I'm glad. The message of personal value resounded with joy. I want to let people know that they matter 
and that someone else would be so sad if they were gone. He said, wiping away tears, happiness is in the present. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, all jokes aside. If you can help somebody out there, help somebody. So, what a, what a sweet ending. We are now moving from South Korea to Canada. Canada? Canada. I'm sorry, sir. Also, I'm in my car recording, so if you hear rain, that's why. Maybe we'll give a cool cool tone to this. You know, it'll be like one of those when you're going to sleep and you want to hear a soft rain. Don't fall asleep, please. I'm trying to be interesting, okay? <laughs> so, uh, we're in Canada, and a uh, Canadian teen calls cops after fake ID does not arrive. Prompts police warning on identity theft scams. Um, a Canadian teenager Bizarre call to the police on Tuesday to report the fake ID that he ordered online never showed. Authorities are stepping in now to to support the efforts of warning of potential identity theft scams. Um, so whatever cunts Ed Shineka of the Ontario P- Province Police West Region shared in a video message Wednesday that the unnamed Northfolk County teenager reported the fraud. An investigator determined that the teen found an online seller who was that it was, it was selling fake IDs and made an attempt to buy one with an undisclosed amount of cash, Chinook said. The teen also gave the seller all their personal information and identification, something Chinook warned about that could result in future identity theft scams. Please do not share your personal information regarding with anybody else on the internet, he said. You just do not know where the information goes. The parents of the caregivers, parents and caregivers should talk to their kids about potential consequences of buying and using fake IDs, Chinook said. I didn't know that the parent himself, being a parent himself, he'd be talking to his two children. We know teenagers that want to be older so they can drive. When they're 19, they can get into bars and purchase alcohol, or they turn 21 in order to go to the United States. <coughs> Chinook warned that those found using a fake identification that uses somebody else's name or claims that their age is other than what they are will face criminal charges. You know, when I think about, you know, have you ever seen the movie Superbad? I'm sure most of you have, but I'm just, I'm reading this whole thing and I'm just thinking about McLovin, that one kid that uh, he went and bought an ID and the name said McLovin. It was from Hawaii and it was like 32. Or something like that. Like, <laughs> no last name, just McLovin. So this kid, when I, when I think about, like, getting a fake ID, I just imagine, like, picture in my head, like, you're, like, 17 years old. You walk up to this one kid at school, and he's, like, wearing a leather jacket, and he's smoking a cigarette. He has one foot up against the, the brick building, and he just looks over you with the sunglasses on. He pulls a cigarette out, and he's like, because <laughs> he doesn't actually smoke. He just does it look cool at school. And then he's like, he flicks the cigarette out into like wood chips and you're just like looking at it the entire time during the conversation. Hope it doesn't catch on fire, or burn the school down. And you're, he's like, well, <clears throat> what, what you want? You're like, I need a fake ID. I want to be able to get liquor for this party this weekend. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. And then he turns and he starts walking away and you're like 17 years old and you're kind of a loser and you don't have that many friends. So you're just watching this cool kid walk away in his leather jacket and you just have like this cool background music in your head. He's like, and he's walking away and you're like, 
wow. And he gave him 80 bucks and you never see the kid again. <laughs> or if you do see the kid again, he just gives you the ID and then he just prints like, like the ID itself. Like he hand drew the, po- the photo, like with markers and colored pencils and crayons. Cause he's an animal and he mixes all three of them together. And then you're like, the name's like McLuvin has like two O's and you're just like, perfect. He puts that. And then he gets to the, gets to the liquor store to get slapped down that bad boy. He said, McLuvin here for all the decor. And then the woman's like, you turned 21 today. And you're like, mm-hmm. she looks it up, looks at the back of it. It's blank. She's like, okay. And he said, I want a keg. And she's like, okay. She gets a little hand dolly out. She moves it to your car. And then you get back to your, your basement. And you're just like sitting around there with your friends. You're just looking at it. You're like, now, how do you get the alcohol out of this? And then the other friend's like, I don't know. Let's kick it. So then you're all kicking, kicking the keg. And you're just like, well, there goes $120 for this keg. And then it's just sitting there. And then your parents get home. And they're like, what the hell is this? What is this? Like, it's a keg, but we, we don't know how to op- open it or get get the, to get the alcohol out. How, Mom, can you, can you help get the alcohol out? She's like, no, this, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. And then she like. Like, honey, grab it. And then your dad kind of has a beer belly anyway. He's dragging it up the stairs and he's breaking the stairs going up. He has wooden stairs. Have you ever seen broken stairs before? Now you do because your dad has broke the stairs. You're trapped down there for the rest of your life with you and your two friends. And then they're up there and they're like, hell yeah, free keg. And then they like, they tap the keg and they're drinking it. And they're like, this is flat as hell. They don't know that you've been like kicking it for the last hour and 16 minutes. But then they drink it all. Then they realize that they drank just like 320 beers. And then they die of alcohol poisoning, but no one knows you're in the basement still. So you still down in the basement and then you're just like, help, there's no stairs. And then no one knows because your parents are up. They, they passed out from alcohol poisoning. You and your friends are down there. They're looking at the fat friend. And you're like, okay, you're going to be eating. We need to eat. And then they're like, oh, Johnny, Jimmy, Johnny, he back from the dead. Cause you remember Sarah Bob done kill him. Like, oh. And they're also looking at the fat friend. They're just like licking their lips. Okay. Oh, next door. Let's get off of the cannibalism and alcohol poisoning. Go something a little, a little bit different. Now you know what say? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so I'm not going to be the one. I'm, I'm 20 years old. You know, I still have much of my life to go, more than I've had. But I'm not going to be the kid that's like, you know, because you're a kid. Once you turn 18, you know, you're a kid to the, the real adults, quote unquote, that like the people that are like 21 and above until like you do something stupid or you say something and you're like, you're an adult. Get, stop it. Stop it. Act your age. And you're like, but I thought my kid was no. And then my kid was no. And they're like, act your age. You're like, well, what age do you want me to be? Am I, am I an adult? Am I a real adult or am I a kid? You know, that's side, side, besides the point, besides the point. So, uh, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be the one that's like, Ah, uh, boomers or ah, uh, the those stupid like we're doomed. The future generations are doomed. But uh, sometimes you see stuff, and you're just like, y'all, y'all stupid, you know? Y'all, y'all stupid. Like challenges. This saying this because the next thing I'm gonna talk about is challenges. This person's new internet fad people are doing. You remember like the was it black whale challenge or whatever the fa- well, final steps like <coughs> kill yourself. And the people are saying like, oh, our kids are going to kill themselves. Kids aren't going to kill themselves. You know why? Because they need clout. Kids want clout. They want Instagram followers. They want Twitter followers. They want TikTok followers. They're not going to kill themselves because then they don't get no more followers. 
followers. You know, but who's going to follow a dead person's profile? That's just wrong. But uh, new uh, let challenge prompts safety warnings from fire investigators. Um, a TikTok outlet challenge. Oh, here we go, TikTok. Uh, fire investigators in Massachusetts are hoping to help pull the plug. I got. I love people that write these articles. That you know, you know, these are the people that say like, uh, like they type out uh in a title. You're like, stop, <laughs> stop. They're trying to pull the plug on new viral challenges. I mean, redefining the word stupid. All oh, these. To who wrote this article? Dom Cal. Calicho, Calicio, dude, this dude is, he's, he's cool, you know, he's a cool writer at the, at the office. It's called the outlet challenge participants insert the plug, part of the phone charger cord, all, only part way in, and then they try producing a spark by touching a penny to the exposed prongs. The challenge has been linked to scorching and out, scorching of outlets in Holden and Plymouth, as well as a fire at Westford Academy which one of the students is facing criminal charges. Boston TV reported officials are also a warning of the possibility of death by electrocution. Now, when I was in school, there's stupid kids, man. You know, like I know have people that have like destroyed school's property. There's people that I walked into the bathroom one time and someone wrote on the wall in Sharpie, <coughs> don't come to school on such and such date or, or uh, if you want to make it out alive. And I was like, that's not what you want to see. And then I uh, told the school police, and they're like, okay, we'll get a magic eraser. And it's, you know what? I went to school, and now I'm here. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, people are stupid, man. <coughs> like, I had friends that they uh, they found ways onto the roof, multiple ways onto the roof. Like, there used to be, like, a way that, you, like, there's a hatch if you go to the top of the stairs in a certain place. And then they closed that off. And these people started climbing drain pipes to get on the roof. You know what was on the roof? Bugs, rocks, birds. Oh my! Yeah, like why do kids are stupid, man? But uh, the challenge has a uh, nope. A uh, photo released <coughs> by a Plymouth Fire Department showed a penny and a phone charger plug singed and fused together after a recent incident. These people used an actual. They use like the Apple iPhone outlet, you know, like. Someone had to buy a new phone for that. Like who, who here? Raise your hands because I can definitely see you. Who here has bought an iPhone charger outright? Like not like not, not talking about the cord. I'm talking about the outlet, the plug in the wall. How many of you, show of hands, have bought one? No one. You, you always know somebody like, oh, my stepmom got a new iPhone, and then she, I'm gonna sneak in there when she's setting it up, and I'm gonna take the charger and replace it with a dollar store charger that's purple in the box, and she won't know nothing. And then it stops working in like a week, and then she's like, let me new iPhone charger not work anymore. And I don't know. It's wild. <laughs> and then you're over there like, I'm fat. I'm charging my phone so fast, and it works every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, yeah, uh, the school superintendent blasted the stunt as, irresp as an irresponsible act. I'd say so. Let's see the, the comments now. Darwin. Oh, Darwin. Wherefore art thou? Apparently in Massachusetts these days, you get it because Darwinism, like people dying off, make the race better, like natural selection. <coughs> Sound, the person said, sounds kind of stupid. 
the person all oh, he's he's a techie dude he's so cool because he if you want to impress your friends try it with a 220 volt or better try it with 440 volts he is so cool he knows volts he's so cool man man i wish that was as cool as of puke e he's a leader on this page uh yeah but uh <laughs> it's like they said natural selection it'll work itself out <laughs> uh okay I, I don't want to talk about this no more it's making me sad next for this next story i'm just i'm gonna read the title it's gonna be a fun game okay we're, we're we have fun here on the take my word podcast i'm gonna read out this news article and i'm gonna give you an a and a b answer to the simple question of where did this happen and then let's see who gets it right at home. Tweet tweet at me if you got the answer right. Okay. Bottle gobbled up by man's anus when he tried to scratch an itch. And this, did this happen in A, China? Or B, China? The answer is China. Someone put a bottle up their butthole in China to scratch it. Let's, let's dive in deep. Let's dig our teeth into it a little bit. Yeah. Should have said something else besides that. Um, very first thing, there's an x-ray on the left side. I'm going to paint another word picture for you because I know that y'all can't see what I see. I, so I just read it out to you, okay? Um, there's an x-ray of a bottle way up this dude's butthole. Like, it's like, you, you can see the spine in this x-ray. And it's straight up aligned with the spine. And then the right side is like an evidence bag with a green bottle that's really skinny at the top with like a little like a pointed lid. And it has a, a biohazard symbol with some Chinese text, which I can't read because I'm sorry I can't read Chinese. I'll try better next time, boys. Um, a patient is recovering after his anus swallowed a bottle while he was trying to relieve an itch. The man, 60, who is not being identified, insists that he uh, better doesn't want to be identified says that he was trying to scratch his anus when the cologne bottle was just gobbled up inside of him. He, like so, <laughs> uh, how how's does your does your butthole have hands? Does your butthole have teeth? Is he eventually went to the hospital where he told doctors he had pain in his abdomen? They investigated, and then they got to the bottom of bottom like he is his bottom, which gets gobble up cologne bottles. Of it, they found the two-inch-wide bottle lodged firmly up his his booty. <coughs> so you think? So like, I I don't. Why would you do this? Uh, the butt doctor Lin Jun, who carried out the anal surgery, released pictures from the hospital in South China's Guangdong province as a warning to others to not do the same. So, does he? Did he not think about it? Like why? So he just went and said, "My stomach hurts." He didn't mention the fact. Okay, maybe on Tuesday I stuck a cologne bottle up my butthole, and it's still there. Yep. <laughs> a probe found that the base of the seven-inch-long Florida water cologne bottle, around two inches inside of his anus. Doctor Lynn said the patient told me my abdomen hurts. There's something inside. I can't poo or fart. <laughs> you imagine trying to fart and it's just like uh, it doesn't work the entire glass bottle was inside his rectum I could feel the bottle under his abdomen he said his anus 
he said his anus was itching. <coughs> I love how the person that wrote this has had to put it again because we didn't hear it the first six times that his anus was itching. He said, I was very uncomfortable, so I bought a bottle of Florida water and began scratching the itch, and the bottle accidentally went up my rectum. He didn't have this cologne bottle. So <coughs> you're sitting there, you're at home, you're like, God, my butt itches. Then he goes and looks in his cologne drawer, and he's like, no, these are all too big. They'll hurt too much. So he drove to China Walmart. And he's going down the aisles, and he's like, that'll do. That's perfect. So he got it, and he went home, and he emptied it out. Because you don't want, like, what if it accidentally sprays? That's alcohol. That would burn, don't you think? So he goes, and also while he's out, he probably like bought another mirror, you know, because he's going to go home. He's in completely disrobed. And he's standing in his bathroom. He's looking in the mirror, psyched himself up. He's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then like he gets set up the other mirror because, you know, like it's like when you get a haircut and the per the barber shows you like the mirror of the mirror. So you can see the back of your haircut. So he set up the front mirror. He's holding it with one hand and he's and he, like holding it to the side so he can see into the mirror so he can see what he's doing. And then he's just starting to scratch it, scratch it. And he's like, ah, it's still itchy. You scratch it too hard. And then, oops, it's gone. It's gone. Whoopsie daisy. He's like, okay, I'm going to fart it out. So he said, he went out, he got beans. He had some beans and bacon. He soaked beans with water because he made it homemade style like your grandma does. He made some beans and bacon because he's going to dislodge this thing for free. Well, besides the price of the bottle and the beans and the bacon and the water bill from how much he had to use to soak the beans overnight. This is a two-day plan, y'all. Two days. And then he ate it and he's like, okay, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. And then he didn't fart. He's just like, oh, my stomach kind of hurts. Maybe it's because of that. Maybe I ate too much. Maybe that there's a glass bottle that's lodged up my rectum. I'm sorry if this is the first podcast you've listened to. I I don't try to be too gruesome and gross, but this needed to be said. I, I read this article, and I needed to tell you. Um, He added, it's better to seek medical attention and let a doctor help you than attempt to resolve similar conditions by buying tools and such. He referred to a cologne bottle as a tool. The patient is not expected to suffer any long-term effects apart from embarrassment. <coughs> I, would, I would hope you're embarrassed. I would hope. You have to live your life knowing you are the dude that a teen, a teen adult, I'm sorry, because, you know, like we said, you can be an adult or a kid, depending on what people want to tell you that day, that a teen, teen adult, read about this and told more people than already knew about it that you put a, a bottle up your butt. In August this year, another patient had the same issue with the same brand of cologne. They had they had to be <laughs> they'd go under the, the knife and use a hook to pull out the bottle. What is with the Florida Florida water? Why are people putting Florida water bottles up their butt? Why? 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 This has happened twice? You know, if your booty hole's itching, there's one problem. I can tell you, wash your butt. Wash it. Wash your booty. Cleanliness. Use the loofah. Get up in there. There might be some poop flakes on it. Wash it off. Or get a new loofah. You know what you don't do? Go out to Walmart in China. Chinemart. Buy a bottle of cologne 
that looks like the proper butt scratching bottle. Don't. Your body, your butt didn't gobble it up. You pushed too hard and you put the bottle in your butt. You did it. You. You there did. Okay. Well, all right. Well, let's go. Let's move on from that. Let's go to the the anti joke of the week. Okay. But I'm going to set the stage for it. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, like when you're now, like from elementary to like high school, they teach you like story arc structure. This is the exposition. This is the required material for you to understand the story aspect. So you are a 16 year old boy. And you're talking to this girl on Snapchat. And she actually is like responding to you and stuff, you know, like she, not one of those girls, she like, you'll type, you know, and then she'll like pop up the, the face bubble on Snapchat and it'll go away. So, you know, that she knows that, you know, that she knows, you know, that you're typing. And I'll type out like not a paragraph, not too much. It'll be like three sentences. Like I'll like pose a question or something, but you don't use a period at the end because you're cool. You're not cool. One of those weird kids like myself that likes putting a period at the end of sentences. That's like proper grammar and that's proper punctuation, but people don't seem to like that. So you do that. And then like 30 minutes later, she'll pop in and then like, it'll say she's typing. And then you look and she like types for like 16 seconds and then respond. But it's, it's like, ha ha, LOL. That's funny. You know, she's serious. If she wasn't serious, she would just hit you with the LOL or the laughing, crying emoji. But she put effort in. So there might be a window of opportunity for this to prosper into something lovely. Sorry, too much exposition. So that's all you need. Now you can properly understand this joke and you will appreciate it. Okay. You ready? This girl invited me to her house saying nobody was home. I got there. And no one was home. Yeah, that's it. So uh, aren't you glad that I told you all that backstory? So now you can fully comprehend. I put, it's a little bite-sized story, but I gave it more than a bite. I put some condiments on there. I put some ranch. I put some like whatever you like. If you're, if you're wrong, that's not ranch. So aren't you happy? Aren't you happy that you know that now? Do you know all that information that made the story so much better, right? Yeah, so that's it. Um, I'm, that's going to be my last story for the day. That's going to be my last joke for the day. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week. We're almost through January. So, you know, you're about that time of the week, the month, the, the year where you start, stop writing 19 for the date. So you start putting 20 and then you're like, awesome. Cause like the last month you've been using like pen and then you're writing and you put 19 you're like, dang, I can't erase it. It's pen. Why did I write in pen? Why would I do this? Why would I not just bring more of a mechanical pencil lead? And then you're like, wait, there is erasable pens. And then you're like, wait, what's the point of erasable pens? If you don't want a pen, then if you don't want to erase it, then use a pencil. And then you're like, what's the point of using an erasable pen? Because you can't erase, you shouldn't be able to erase pen. It's supposed to be permanent. So that's why it's permanently binding. That's why you have to sign documents with pen. But what's the point of pen? If you can erase it. And then by the time you start writing 2020, and then it's 2021 because time flies when you're having fun. And we are having fun on the stick. My word podcast, boys and girls. And then it's 2021 and then it's January 22nd. And then you're still that around the cusp of still right in 2020. And then, you know, it's 2021 and then you're like, ah, <clears throat> so then you are at the two and the zero and you're like, oh, cause you usually just, you know, people don't usually put like 20, 20, that was usually put 20, but then you're like, ah, 
it's 2021. 20, so you can just write 2 1. And then you're like, boom. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad you guys listened. I love doing this. Catch me back here next Thursday, and I'll post something that's hopefully funny. Um, follow me on Twitter, take my word pod. That's take my word POD. Bye. Thank you.